Welcome to C3 Church Tugra. Thank you for listening to one of our great messages. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. If we don't know how or what to pray, it doesn't matter. He does our praying in and for us, making prayer out of our wordless sighs and aching groans. He knows us far better than we know ourselves, knows our pregnant condition, and keeps us present before God. That's why we can be so sure, not just sure, but so sure, that every detail in our lives of love for God is worked into something good. Looking at this verse and reminding myself of past pain that I've been through, I can understand that this, ber- this verse sorry, can be either hopeful or frustrating. It can be frustrating because it's talking about the future. God causes everything. Every detail is worked out, both, both words referring to future tense. It's kind of like saying when people said to me, uh, in the end, everything will be all right. It's not all right. It's not the end. That doesn't help me now in the middle of things. I can see what they're trying to do, but, but I still ask myself the question, why does it have to be this way? Why am I going through this now in my hard time? Why does it have to be so hard? And for those who don't know my story, those that might be new to the church or haven't heard my story, um, January 6th last year, my wife and I, our world's pretty much crumbled in front of us. Uh, My wife had a pretty serious car accident, was rushed to John Hunter Hospital. And long story short, we we lost our 20-week-old baby boy. But what's hopeful about this verse is that it says God's with us. He's right alongside us to know that God is with us as everything. We go through valleys, but Jesus is not standing on the mountaintop saying, come on, son. He's in the valley with me. Even when you can't lift your eyes or stand on your own two feet, he knows and he prays for you. Only a good God can do that. Where is he in this situation, I would ask. And from the very moment I heard the news that my son had died, I started thanking God. In the waiting room, when Trish was recovering from life-saving surgery, I thank God that she was alive. I thank that my son now was in no pain. I thank God that Everly, our our oldest daughter, was not in the car that day. I thank God that the driver and the other vehicle recovered. I thank God that the first person on the scene was an off-duty paramedic. I thank God that the family and friends drove from everywhere to the hospital to visit us. And I don't want this today to be all about me and what I did because I can only do these things because of the strength God gave me. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Coming through the biggest storm in my life, people would ask in their own way, how did you do it? How did you get through something so painful? People would say that Trish and I are people of great faith. But I say that we're just the people that belong to a great God. The Bible says you can have the faith the size of a mustard seed. And you can say to that mountain, move, and it will move. God is good, and he's big. And I believe it's right for me to say at this point that one of the greatest barriers of believing God is good is your own perspective. What I mean by that is you may believe in your head and in your heart that he is good, but sometimes it's not circumstance that challenge that notion, but your own thinking or your own feelings or emotions. 
particularly in the middle of your storm. But when you are faced with hardship, you have a choice. You can live by your senses or you can live by your spirit. In the middle of this battle, I could not see that God was working for my good. No way. I believed he was, but I couldn't feel it. I couldn't see it. So I decided to choose, sorry, to feed my spirit, not my senses. You see, living by your senses looks like this. I don't feel like praising God when I'm going through this storm. Why should I? I don't see how this is going to work out for any good. Why would I give him any of my attention? I'm tired. I might try again tomorrow. Maybe. But living by the Spirit realizes that your spirit is suffering, and so you need to feed it, not your senses. When going through this hardship, I seemed to God, even when I didn't feel like it. Hours upon hours in my commute to work, I would praise him, listen to sermons, read scriptures. My beautiful wife thrived in this area. She would discuss verses she would read, write them up in our bathroom mirror, place them in the fridge. Thessalonians, First Thessalonians, she would write, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. We would let people in and tell them of our pain. We thank God for those people in this house today and literally across the world. Living by the Spirit means that even if my circumstances are bad, that does not mean my God is bad. My God is a good God. And some people might be thinking, yes, Dave, but how? How did you even get to those things in your pain? How could you see such positives in such a, a terrible time? And I know full well it was, it was God's strength that enabled me to do this. But just like an athlete trains his butt off when no one's watching, so that when it comes time that everyone is watching, he's ready to ignite and be at his best. I didn't realize it, but in being intentional to have an attitude of gratitude, I was in practice for when I really needed his comfort. But in closing, I want to tell you a short story that hopefully brings this all into one place. In the winter of 2009, a large passenger plane made an emergency landing in New York's Hudson River. The pilot, Chesley Sullenberger, who landed the plane safely with no casualties, was later asked about those moments in the air. He was faced with a life or death situation. He said one way of looking at it, notice his perspective, one way of looking at it, might be that for 42 years I've been making small regular deposits in this bank of experience, education and training. And on that day, the balance was sufficient so that I could make a very large withdrawal. Most of us will at some time face a crisis. Perhaps it will be a job termination, the result of a medical test, loss of a precious family member or friend. It is in those times that we must dig deep. We must dig deep into our reserves of our spiritual bank account. And what might we find there? If we have enjoyed a deepening relationship with God, we've been making regular deposits of faith. We have experienced His grace. We trust the promise of Scripture that God is just and faithful, that God is good. God's love and grace are available when His children need to make a withdrawal. And so I would tell people that just one day I simply just needed to make a withdrawal. And God was good and provided what I needed in that present time of pain. God is good. I wished away last year. I'm not proud to say it, but as soon as that accident happened, I wanted 2016 to be over and done with. I want to thank my wife. For being the backbone of our family. Thanks to her perspective, I was regularly reminded how good God is. Weeks later, my parents gave their life to Christ.
I set a goal to do the city to surf, mainly for fitness purposes, but did not plan it to walk with my family and raise money for Bears of Hope, who deal with infant loss. We uh, aimed to raise $1,000. We thought, there's no way. There's no way we get $1,000. And we got it within a week. End up raising almost $8,000 for Bears of Hope. God is good. Trish wanted to do her own thing and do a remembrance walk for bereaved families up here on the coast last year. She did hours of planning, submitting forms to council, and she got knocked back. She was devastated, but oh, how God's timing works. That very same day, that national organisation, Bears of Hope, heard what she was doing and got alongside her. And that walk was made possible. Over 200 people came out to Long Jetty last year for the remembrance walk. Some mothers in their 50s who were not even uttered their lost child's name in over 20 years attended and were able to experience the love of God. Thank God for that. We were able to conceive again and we ended 2016 pregnant and with hope. God is good and he's blessed us with Zalia Hope Thomas three weeks ago. It says in that scripture that God worked all these things out. But it does start with your perspective and a choice to say, even if, even if God appears absent, even if I don't understand what he is doing, even if I'm going through pain, I know that he is good. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.